Oh my god, hello and welcome. <laughs> hello. I'm Heather. And I'm Laura. We're still sweet, sweet death. Yes. You haven't been forgotten. <laughs> um, we might have been forgotten. We forgot about ourselves. We lost ourselves for a while, <laughs> but we're back. Um, it's just been busy. It's, well, we kept needing a new audio interface, yeah. which we got. Yay. So help me God. Yeah. If it makes the crackles, <laughs> we're burning this mother to the ground. <laughs> um, but that was it. I was sick. I'm still a little sick. Yeah. Uh, work is busy. Work is insane, which is a good time to just say, like, it. it's just going to have to come yeah. bi-monthly just until, I think, wedding season's over. Yeah. Um. So probably, like, the end of July. Yeah. I think August <laughs> is when we'll probably go back to, like, yeah, you think? Yeah, slowing down. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Because I'm not looking forward to graduations. Me neither. They're coming fast like, and swift. At work, the May binder is just, like... All of the other ones like fit in this slot, and that one's just like popping out. Like almost, Dude. we need another binder. Cause... May is, and it's <gasps> today is May. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Laura. Yeah. Mother's Day next Sunday, which of course yep. we will not be recording. <laughs> and then, oh god, what's after? And then just graduation yeah, season just graduation. And then yeah. weddings in June are out of fucking control. Everybody loves getting married in June. Yeah. It's scary. It is scary. Well, you said you've worked some 12-hour days yeah, already this and week. and took another vacation, like, the week of, like, I think from the 19th to, like, the 20-something. Jesus. So, like, the worst week. Yeah. Like, we, we were looking at the orders and we're just like... Yeah. We have blackout dates, so I'm oh, kind of really? surprised yeah. that you guys don't, because we... I think even we would talk to you guys, like, we don't give a shit about vacations, just please, for the love of God... Don't, yeah. Don't do it during the season... That's our life. Yep. Cakes. Yep. Cakes. <laughs> oh, did did I tell you we gave ourselves a name because we're just frosters? We call ourselves the Frostitutes. <laughs> That's funny. And I like it that people will actually call us. Like the one woman who's in charge, she'll come over and be like, Frostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. You need little shirts. No. <laughs> I know, right? The Frostitutes. Well, you know, I could go. We went down some really dark paths yeah. this week. We talked about truffle butter have you heard of that yes yep okay learned what that was <laughs> that was an exciting moment uh i don't know we just we talk about a lot of horrible uh. things i don't know why i'm talking about this <laughs> it's not important yeah uh oh uh mary's bike got stolen yes. as i stated on uh, a couple weeks a uh, week and a half ago yeah so we live in the hood and uh <laughs> i let her ride her bike down to barnes and noble she wanted to go buy some manga it's like of course uh well she was also suspended that day so you know uh but yeah so i let her ride her bike she calls me she's like i forgot the lock and i'm like well hey that's cool let me drive down there i'll get you the lock i was just excited she was getting some yeah. exercise so i was like yeah then let me go bring that lock down so i go and bring the lock down and i lock it myself so i know it's been locked yeah, it's correctly like yeah you know um she calls me like 30 minutes later and she's pissed. She's 12. I let her swear because I wasn't going to say anything. She's like, someone cut the fucking lock on my bike and stole it. So I went and I got her. She was really pissed. That's so fucked up. I know. Especially how fast it happened. Like 30 minutes. It reminds me of, you've seen Reno 911, right? No. I it's like haven't. every time he rides his bike. Does he'll he like even if it's like just five minutes he'll like go inside or something like that comes back out and his bike is like gone or like the wheels are gone yeah. or like just like there's a time where it's like his bike like that middle part where it's like the frame is yeah. like on a light pole and he's like how but yeah it makes me kind of want to watch it of, yeah yeah just that it happens like fuck that. 
And I, because I was thinking about it, and the instinct was to call somebody and be like, our bike is stolen. But it was like, well, I don't know the brand name of the bike. Yeah. I can't even really, we can't even find an agreeable color to call it. <laughs> I said turquoise. John was like, no, it's green. I'm like, no, it's turquoise. And Mary, I don't know. She said some other colors. I was <laughs> like, okay. I don't remember the wheel size of the wheels, yeah. so I can't say that. I don't have a serial number. We don't have any yeah. paperwork. So it was like, at best, I can tell them a green bike was stolen, <laughs> you know, and yesterday or whatever. Awesome. Yeah, over by Barnes & Noble. Yeah. And they're going to be like, okay. <laughs> like, Maybe, like, one day you'll be driving down the road and just see, like, some, like, hobo on Probably. I mean, it's possible. Bike. I feel like it's not. I wouldn't expect that. I mean, I'm going to assume somebody had, I mean, somebody had something with them oh, yeah. to cut it. Maybe just driving around. I think so. I think someone pulled a van up. To block what they were doing, cut it real quick, threw it in the back of the van, and they were gone. Did That's you check, what I like, think. Craigslist or like any I of those did. things after? Oh. I didn't see anything. Yeah. It was like they probably just sold it to their meth head friends, yeah. and that was it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. They probably parted it, you know, yeah. the way meth heads just fucking work on cars day yeah. and night. We have a meth nest um, at the end of our street, yeah. as we like to call it, and they will work on their cars. Yeah. The shittiest cars you've ever seen. Duct taped like windows. Random four different sized tires things are taped together i mean it's it's insane and they will be working on those i mean till like two or three in the morning <laughs> yeah like i used to come home late from the cake shop and they'd be out there with a the light at like midnight just yeah. cranking away it's like, what are you doing i never know that's like when i dated dan or whatever uh -huh. and he did, did yeah and <laughs> sorry, I feel like I that just sounds weird. But anyway, hey, we hey, yeah. everybody's getting through their problems, right? And I would go to his house, and like literally, it would just be like, first of all, they'd like have like walls knocked down, like we're building a grow room or something like that, and like, then, like oh, okay. yeah, and like and like a nice house. And I was just yeah. thinking, like, wow, this landlord is gonna be pissed. And, like, his room looked fucking nuts, dude. Like, little screws and bolts everywhere. He had, like, yeah. 30 fucking speakers that he'd pulled apart. And Jesus I just remember Christ. one night, like, this is when I was getting closer. I was like, I need to fucking break up with him because he's yeah. crazy. And uh, I went to his house. He's like, I need to show you something. And You're it's, like, like oh this God. weird, like, just, like, speaker or something that's just been taken apart. Yeah. He touches these two wires together something starts spinning it like flashes and explodes what the fuck? and i was i i literally like screamed i was like ah, cause i was like scared and then i was yeah. like okay i think that's enough of that <laughs> like and i was just, like what the fuck are you doing all day just like up like taking yeah. apart speakers and like just... my limit's been reached yeah <laughs> um yeah well because john was saying that's why they call it crank or called it crank. Yeah. Because oh. you would literally be cranking away on shit <laughs> throughout the night. I don't know if that's true. If that's something that he just sense. made up. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy it. I do too. Yeah. Totally. We're that really makes sense. Scientists. <laughs> crank. <laughs> um, oh, and then of course we got a new roof put on. Thankfully it was covered, like the insurance covered almost all of it. That's um, nice. Because otherwise there's no way. Like we have to put my car in the shop and I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I need new brakes. <gasps> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it was so cute. We have a little old playhouse. Yeah. So they had extra shingles and they shingled her old what? playhouse. That's hilarious. Is it like a wooden playhouse? Yeah, it's a little Aww. wooden playhouse. It was actually so dilapidated because she's 12 now. Like yeah. she hasn't played with that thing in like six years. So it's just been like rotting in yeah. the backyard. Um, 
So it's cute that they did that because we were actually talking about turning it into like a little Halloween prop or something oh, for Halloween. Yeah. It was like, well, obviously for Halloween, but like, I just thought that would be cute. super adorable. Yeah. Put like little ghost face yeah. in the window. Oh, <laughs> um, I want to see it now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's just a shambled little wood. Yeah. It, it looks like a little mini haunted house kind <laughs> of. Um, so yeah, that's the goal. Cute. And then, sorry, just to throw out another Halloween goal is to get a black tree and put it like a black christmas oh, tree and decorate it and decorate it halloween style and then just leave it up through christmas yeah. just fuck it well oh, that's cute yeah, yeah that's the goal right that's now idea. yeah i really wanted i don't know if i remember telling you this but when i was getting into like christmas and i wanted like an adam's family type uh-huh. christmas tree where it looks like just like a dead tree yeah Hell and yeah. just like horrible like weird <laughs> creepy decorations on it but like i could not find anything like that so i don't know if i'd have to build one but just get a normal black christmas tree and then i don't know you might have to like cut everything wear, wear a ventilator and then just burn what you can <laughs> <laughs> have like a little metal frame yeah left. i wonder if it's even metal make it out of old coat hangers yeah make a tree oh that's a good idea actually that is but oh man what yeah. a project well, we have a garage if you want to, like, come over and just take it over. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. That would actually be really rad. I keep wanting to make... I follow this Halloween prop page. And even though Halloween was months yeah. ago, they still are regularly posting things. Oh, I just made this cool Jason mask. Or I just made this, these cool, like, dead dolls, you know. Yeah. I really want to go hit up a thrift store and buy a bunch of dolls it's and, like... like make- yeah, yeah make some like little haunted dolls for yeah. for halloween i follow um, like some halloween pages too yeah i saw this thing and it was just like halloween isn't a day it's a state of mind or something <laughs> right. so we can do it anytime fuck yeah man halloween is what you make of it <laughs> i say um make it year round and yeah. it i don't know i think i just stopped giving a shit about when things were supposed to be yeah. celebrated how they're supposed to be celebrated if you're a spooky kid just be spooky yeah. you know do what you're gonna do life is so short yeah enjoy it while it lasts um other than that i have really nothing else going on just a ton of work yeah me neither bought yeah. a new pair of skates and it just i put them on it feels like i'm gonna have to relearn how to skate oh, again. No. i'm nervous i'm like but yeah that's did it. you were they the impala brand or did you get something different did you get no. fancy ones i bought like fancy ones Ooh. they were 400 dollars. <gasps> laura oh my god I think even the UPS guy knew because he was just standing at the door, like, holding the box and was like... And it didn't, like, clearly say a brand on it anywhere. Just, like, the sticker, I think, yeah. from where it said it was shipped. Yeah. So I think he must have known somehow. And he was just like, I don't know what they made. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, but it didn't have, like, a picture of skates no, on it or anything, No, it was literally it? just a plain brown box. Oh, interesting. Like, it had less stuff on it than that. Like, not even, yeah. like, tape that had anything on it or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. I just realized this does have stickers all over it. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. So, the skates, though, can I ask what they look like? Because are they adorable? They're, yeah, they are. They're just, like, moxies. But, I knew um, they were moxies. Yeah. That's the only skate. Impala and moxie yeah, and are the only two I know. nice because, like, they're suede, which I know is bad because, like whatever vegan and all that hey, but you do you girl i felt like i could not find like an actual like pair of like s- vegan yeah. skates that were just like good and i know another vegan chick and i like s- looked up her skates just to make myself feel better and they're sweet too so i was like you know what listen so <laughs> it's okay i i give you permission laura yeah i just got like the black like suede moxie <gasps> skates i wonder if i can 
find a photo. Yeah, because I think she's going to need these skates, too, and I'm not looking forward to buying them. Because we're probably going to have to spend at least 100 bucks. Yeah. on them. You can um, get some, like, beach bunnies or something. I feel like those yeah. were, like, my first, and they were real good. But that's what they look like, and I put my wheels on them, but... Oh, they're adorable. Yeah. Do you have the light-up wheels? No. No. I just have normal, like, Yeah. Because you can't, like, when they do, like, backwards skate and all that, you're not allowed to skate out there if you have, like, light, light wheels. Seriously? Yeah, that's what they, they always say, like, if you have light trainers. Uh-huh. And I always feel like it sounds like they're saying white trainers. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, and that's about it for me. I don't think I've ever seen them enforce a rule at Skate yeah, City. Yeah, they really um, don't. They'll be like, don't shoot the duck. And then I do it like 20 times throughout the I've seen, yeah, you'll <laughs> see several people a night shoot the duck yeah. and they never say anything. Like, no racing, chasing, or tag playing. <laughs> yeah, don't don't skate really, really fast. And it's like, you see people power, like yeah. speed skating like crazy through there to like, the point where, me. dude, yeah, yeah. I watched a grown woman get. I mean, she got annihilated Yikes. by this ten-year-old kid, dude, <laughs> on rollerblades. Her friends had to like basically Aww. carry her off. The oh the ten-year-old just bounced up and like was like later. Yeah. I don't know that he even said sorry to me. Like, well, <laughs> anyway, they and, don't care. No, and this poor woman was like, oh my Ugh. god. She like her friends were like guiding her to safety. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah, I was skating the other day, and like when I do it, like you know, like sometimes I'll dance, and I have my arm like this. And some kid just skated by and, like, hit my arm so hard, dude. And it was just, like, he didn't even care. He just, like, threw it into my body. I was like, wow, rude. Yeah. I was like, okay, fucking little asshole. <laughs> there was a, and this was years ago, but there was a guy talking about because he liked to snowboard. And he's like, man, these fucking little kids, they, like, they're so rude. He yeah. was like, I had a kid jump over me on this, like, what is it, like, a little ramp type yeah. thing. and. He was like, he screamed out, Gapper! And he, like, <laughs> flew over him. He's like, I didn't do a shit to this what? kid. Yeah. I got called a Gapper. What the, what fuck? the fuck does that mean? Um, You're gonna gap it's like a, It's like a gaping wide asshole. Like, oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, well. I thought it was a snowboarding term, guess. No, <laughs> it's like a porn term, you know, when they oh, pull out of a butt ew. and it's like, look how big it is. Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> okay. That's what that is. But I just like the idea of some 12-year-old kid screaming that at a man in his 30s. Wow. Like, <laughs> these kids ain't got no respect. That's funny. Yep. Uh, um, well, the the youth is where I'm learning all these horrible terms from. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. You get worse as time goes on. It sure does. I didn't know about truffle butter. I didn't want to know about that. Yeah. And have I shared that with other people? Yes, I have. <laughs> I need to let everybody know. I won't be saying it here <laughs> in case family uh, finds it. Yeah. They can look it up on their own. <laughs> um, well, shit, man. Should we just get started? Yeah, I guess so. Because it's... <laughs> Uh-huh. It's been a whopping fifteen minutes. Yeah, and we're not that interesting. Yeah, so not. we should. We should. <laughs> My just... life is boring. Yeah. Well, f- do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Okay. I hope I do okay because I, th- I kind of forgot my story now. But... We're dude, same. <laughs> we're rusty, and I have two different saved stories. Okay. So all right, we're gonna see what happens. All right. Okay. So today I'm gonna talk about the Feeney family murders, and there's a bunch of words in this. I'm already gonna say. I don't know if I'm saying them right. So whatever places. Okay. But um, they happened in Springfield, Missouri. That's where we're doing. Oh, right? Missouri. We're doing Missouri. Okay. okay sweet. I th- got scared. I thought you were like, oh, it's totally different. Okay. Anyways, um, happened February seventeenth, nineteen ninety five. Um, 
the three bodies of Cheryl Feeney, who was 35, and her two children, six-year-old Tyler and 19-month-old Jennifer, were found inside separate bedrooms in the home while John Feeney, her husband, the children's father also, um, who was a high school science teacher, was in a resort 90 miles away for a conference. So um, the, <laughs> the morning of the murders was a normal day. Uh, Cheryl went shopping while her husband stayed home with the children, and when she returned, they ate lunch together in their home. Feeney did some yard work and then headed to his conference in Lake of the Ozarks, which happened to be Cheryl's hometown. Uh, the same night, John had dinner with a female colleague, and some reports I read said that he even had, like, an affair with her that night, because I guess it's just, like, what he did, so not really oh, sure, but yeah. yeah. So, um, after he left dinner, he was stopped by police around, like, 8 for speeding. I guess he was just speeding through this little town he was in. I actually don't know if it's a little town, but... Uh, I only know about Ozark. Is that where they make the water? I don't know. I just know there's a Jason Bateman TV show called The Ozarks. Oh, okay. So, I it, I think it's just... Sorry, I'm, like, so far away from it. I think it's just, like, the marshy kind of lands. Oh, okay. I think... Oh, I don't know either. We're going to get screamed <laughs> at by no one. Okay. Well, anyways, um, him speeding through the town would happen to be his strongest alibi due to the fact that um, the Osage Beach Police could verify that Feeney was inside the station at 1030 paying a $60 speeding ticket, which I think is weird. Like, who the fuck pays a speeding ticket, like, right after they yeah. get it, like, just a few hours after? But... Um, the defense also had a witness who was called to the stand claiming that they had heard noises in his room, like his hotel room in the middle of the night, meaning like it would have been impossible for him to be on the road as p prosecutors had theorized. Uh, he would have needed at least five hours of driving time to commit the murders or like to drive home and back, I guess, kind of a thing. Um, and then be back home before being seen again at McDonald's for <coughs> breakfast at 7 a.m. in the town he was staying at. So, and he yeah. had the receipt to prove it, which... I just think it's weird when your, like, alibi is that strong. Like, yeah. you're speeding through a town. You get a ticket. You go and pay it. You're, like, in your hotel room in the middle of the night after 10, obviously, like, banging around. I don't yeah. know. It's just, like, weird to me. But uh, So he said that he was unable to reach Cheryl all day Sunday and that the children's babysitter had left a message for him at the school saying she couldn't get in touch with Cheryl. And that prompted him to call the sheriff's office. And then his mother on monday morning had asked them to please go to the house to check on cheryl and the kids uh so i think she actually ended up going and that's where um they would like the murder scene would be discovered and so it was like two days that they were just like sitting in there dead until anyone found oh my them God. yeah and she like used her key to go into the house and ugh, yeah so um the three bodies were found face down in their beds miss feeney and her son had both been beaten to death and the 19-month-old was strangled with a drapery cord. Holy shit. Um, which some people think is like almost like a mercy killing. Like they think it's weird that like the mom and the son were beaten to death. And then like yeah. the baby was just like strangled. Strangled, which, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. So um, Cheryl was found face down on the waterbed and had been beaten with a metal pipe. The words bitch and die were splattered on the wall with paint. Whoa. Yeah. Her son Tyler was bludgeoned with the same pipe. Unidentified hairs were found on her night nightgown, and there was also a semen stain on the bed that did to John. Uh, shoe prints with paint were tracked all throughout the house, and they were found to be smaller than uh, Feeney's size 12 foot. And all of the family photos were turned, like, facing the wall. 
and then it looked like the back door was like pried open but then Mm -hmm. i guess when they looked at it like closer it looked like the screws were like unscrewed and and unscrewed instead of actually being like pulled out so they thought that was weird um and then the house was ransacked drawers were pulled out and dumped on the floor and just like i don't know like when I think about it, it just, like, sounds like a classic kind of, like, murder yeah. scene from, like, a movie or something like that. Like, weird, like... Yeah. Yeah, so um, Cheryl's purse and jewelry were missing, but um, the cash was left inside the house. And then her car was loaded up with, like, a whole bunch of stuff taken from the house. And then it was hooked to a battery charger, but the battery hadn't even been dead, and the police were, like, really confused. And then the yeah. car was just, like, in the garage full of shit, hooked to a battery like charging thing and like no reason there's like what the fuck so this made them think even further like okay this was like staged like this is like super weird sorry um so john was i feel like i'm missing a page but maybe i'm not okay uh john was the prime suspect in the murder and he was eventually charged but acquitted um prosecutors argued that the crime scene was staged and that it was a scheme to inherit money and gain personal freedom he had numerous affairs and there was a $500,000 life insurance policy and like property to be gained. Uh, John Feeney offered hair and blood samples for examination, but followed his attorney's advice and refused to take a lie detector test. Uh, police sent questionnaires to the 1,800 teachers who participated in that conference to help piece together like a timeline of what he was doing. Yeah. And apparently... So this is just like a random thing, but I guess um, when they were interviewing people, people in the town they lived in, um, this guy who worked at the gas station said that he saw him getting gas that night of the murders, but then they found out that employee like hadn't even worked that night. So they were what just like, the fuck? yeah, so it was just kind of like weird. Like, I guess that guy was confused. I don't fucking yeah. know. So yeah. Um, so they looked, they began looking further into John and then like more weird information started coming out. I'll just find what I'll just say what I found because like there was so much like it was almost like kind of confusing to put together but um so I guess first of all Cheryl had said like at the time like right before this happened that John had been sexually abusing their son and she was getting ready to file for divorce and this I guess was said by like a college roommate of Cheryl's like I guess Cheryl told her this I don't know if she made that up it was just like kind of something that was said um And then what was, like, really strange, too, kind of around all of that, is that their seven-year-old son, like, when they did the autopsy and all of that, he tested positive for um, a sexually transmitted case of hepatitis B. And Cheryl and John both didn't have hepatitis B. So this, like, kind of raised the possibility that someone who had infected the boy was also the person who killed him and the family. And some people even think, like, maybe he was the target Yeah. instead of, like everyone yeah so it was kind of weird and especially because he was like killed as like violently as his mother so yeah i don't know really weird um and then so the dad john he was known to play like this weird game at school with his students called vampire masquerade and he referred him to himself as like a vampire master and there's just like a whole bunch of weird shit about like vampires so yeah and like vampire deviants and um i guess like in this town like people mysteriously disappearing and never being found and so then there was this girl named i don't even know how to say this like lacelia lacelia wiggins uh-huh. you can look her up um she was 15 and she got approached by these same like kind of weird vampire people 
I think she was like in the library or something like that. And they like came up to her and they're like, you've been a vampire queen in a past life. And they started what like the just, fuck? and these were like adults, dude. Like, and they just yeah. like started convincing of her, her of like, she was a vampire basically and all this weird shit. And then she started going to these like meetings with them that were like in the drainage tunnel of a town of the town. And they would have like really weird ceremonies. They would drink fucking blood. Um, yeah, it was really weird. And she said that like some of the people there were like older people in the town. Um, she went to like some weird ceremony one night and her parents said when she came back, she was like really weird and kept like hissing at everyone what and just like, fuck? yeah. So, and then she was just talking about like, there's so many vampires here in the town. And like, so I don't know. I just thought oh, it was like a weird God. coincidence yeah. that the teacher played this weird vampire game and then there's all this weird vampire talk and yeah. cult stuff kind of in the town. Yeah. So yeah, it was really weird. Um, so then I also found a website from, like, another, uh, I don't even remember what it was called, gosh, it was, I felt like it said something about a podcast, but it wasn't a podcast, it was just, like, a weird page, I'll have to read yeah. it in my sources, but, um, so all of the comments underneath were, like, people from the town, or, like, people who knew, like, the family, and, uh, they were talking about the case, some of them were even, like, students talking about, uh, Mr. Feeney, since he was a teacher, and one of the students mentioned that, like, most of the staff, I guess, at the school believed he did it. Oh, shit. And then he was also interviewed by police, the student, and had mentioned that um, his class was almost pointless, that Feeney would waste time and would just, like, frequently pass photos of his family around. And he said that he thought it was strange because he'd never had another teacher that spent, like, half of class talking about his family. And they said even prior to the murders he had mentioned in class – that the whole family was going with him on the conference trip and that they were going to make a vacation out of it. Whoa. And, like, he'd been, like, continuously talking about that. And, like, multiple students said that. And they said that they remembered before and, like, up to the conference happening that, like, he kept talking about it being, like, a family trip. And, like, what he was going to do and, like, where he was going and all of this stuff. So they thought it was kind of weird. And also that I guess he would end every class saying make good choices out there so what the fuck kind of weird but um so i guess there was also claims he tried to be like a cool teacher and um even in like court i guess they had brought up like him buying like alcohol for underage kids and just you know one of those teachers yeah. like um but i guess they like kind of like uh i don't remember what it's called i guess like they kind of like objected to them like talking about that anymore in court because they're like it's not relevant or something like that but i don't seems know seems relevant to me yeah so um on the forum I was reading, they mentioned him being uh, inappropriate with female students. Uh, they mentioned I was going to ask, dude. Yeah. He could, just the way he's behaving, yeah. I was going to be like, he definitely had sexual relationships yeah. with his students, right? Yeah, so that's what, like, some people would say. And they said they remembered him, like, kind of, like, hanging around, like, the girls and, like, trying to, you know, you Ugh. know, the teacher. Yeah, so... Um, they said that he'd even complained in class when him and his wife were trying to get pregnant with their 19-month-old daughter who died, um, that he didn't want another kid, and that, like, he was, like, mad they were trying again, which is, like, Whoa. so weird, too. Like, why are you talking to, like, high school kids about this? Yeah. So, um, and then there was also mention of the brother of one of them, I think. I read this in, like, a comment or something like that, like, being really yeah. friendly with kids in the town so uh -huh. then that got me thinking about like the little boy who had like the like hepatitis and like yeah. all of that like i wonder if it was like family i don't know it was Hope really weird to him yeah and then um 
I think, I don't know if I wrote it here. Yeah. So then also at the same time, there was another teacher at the school. They didn't say if it was like a male or female or anything like that. Like, but um, one of the kids had like talked about how like at this time they remember it was like really emotional because the teacher's family got like murdered and then he was on trial. And then he said like a week or two later, another teacher committed suicide. Whoa. Yeah. Like in the same school. So huh. it was like really just like a lot happening. Um, yeah. So, yeah, after all of that, John was put on trial for his family's murders. Um, witnesses were called to the stand, and numerous women testified that he had had affairs with them. But the defense said that lack of f- physical evidence showed, like, he wasn't the killer. So he was acquitted and just, like, never charged with anything. Cause like you said, he laid a nice little yeah. trail of breadcrumbs. I mean, you know, allegedly. But yeah. um, it seems real convenient. Yeah. It's, yep. like, so weird. Like, he planned his alibi and just how much he was talking about it before. It's just, like, kind of... What year did this happen in? Uh, 1995. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I think it's weird, too, that they haven't, like, further looked because, like, they found, like, the semen and the hairs and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I hate when, like, stuff like that is just sitting in evidence and they, yeah. like, don't go back and test it again or, like, just waiting for a hit kind of a thing. So who knows? I wonder, like, if they'll ever find anything on it. But um, Did you, like, look him up, though? Like, where is he now? What's he yeah. doing? Yeah, so, um, okay. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not I'll trying to rush it. things No, it's yet. fine. But... So, um, I believe that he, like, paid someone to commit the murders or something like that, maybe even, and then, Mm -hmm. like, really, like, solidified his alibi that, like, he was, like, gone and maybe, like, told them to, like, stage some shit and just, Mm -hmm. like, so weird. Um, and he had, I guess, so this was in another comment, he had mentioned to one of his students before the murders and all of that, like, what he was doing, all of this, right? And then, um, he said something weird, what was it? It was, like, he didn't consider little people actual people yeah or something like that like kids fuck? or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that i don't know that was just like another random thing but um yeah so i feel like he did it had something to do with it but that's just me but it could have been something else random um maybe his wife like confronted him about the sexual abuse or yeah another woman or an affair maybe it was someone who he was having an affair with i don't know but um he seems like a fucking creep. Sure, uh, yeah. So he remarried, though, and he moved to Brazil, and that's where I guess he is now. I don't yeah. fucking know. It's yeah, he left the fucking yeah, country. Yeah, that's what lots of other people are saying, too. It's like he literally, like, right after all this happened, he, like, found another chick and moved to fucking Brazil. It's like... Yeah. Yep. Ooh, so. I want to, like, know exactly what he's <laughs> up to. Right. But no one has ever been charged with the murders of Cheryl, Jennifer, and Tyler... And it's, like, still a cold case, so. Oh. Yeah. Well, damn. It's yeah. really fucked up, man. Yeah, I thought that's kind of weird, like, the whole vampire shit. I wanted to, like, find more on it. There was, like, so many weird, like, yeah. websites. and Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. <coughs> I wonder if I still have my sources on it. Oh, shit. Yeah. <coughs> well, while you're looking that up. Okay. I don't know. Oh, it reminded me the thing you were saying with weird weird with girls did you watch that jimmy savile thing no on i haven't watched oh, it yet okay i want to to just that speaking about being acting strange around girls because like he was they said such that he a would do that. oh yeah. disgust like just so openly creepy about it and just no one blinked they an eye at anything it, you oh. know they like encouraged it almost yeah. like oh it's hilarious but I think the Brits have kind of been known for having like slightly crude yeah. sense of humor. It's oh, everything's a tit joke so or whatever. Think it's, yeah, yeah. But Ugh. and I'm sorry, you were gonna. Did no, you have your you're sources? good. I need to watch. That. I keep forgetting it. But yeah, yeah, so one was um from Prophecy Podcast, 
journal. And then it was just like a very cold case, the vampire master or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, tap tap a talk groups and then uh, just like unsolved child murders about Jennifer Tyler. Yeah. And uh, I already forgot her name. Cheryl. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, New York Times articles like it was like man acquitted of killing wife and two children. And then a religion news blogs like post because they were talking about that girl who had like gotten like they were like saying she like went missing and all of that that weird girl who talked about the vampire stuff because i guess when she came back home after i don't know but it was on some weird religious fucking website yeah talking about it so yeah yeah that was my story all right (laughs) well cool um mine i'm not really sure (laughs) No, hold on. I have to find which one is the right one. Like I said, I've kind of got like two different ones going on here. Okay. All right. I found it. I so can. here I go. Missouri. Uh, Table Rock Lake duck boat tragedy. So this is that one um, in Branson, Missouri. So what a- appeared to be a beautiful summer day in the Ozarks in 2018 near Branson, Missouri, A duck boat tour set out to most likely see some ducks and other things one might find on or near a lake. Uh, The amphibious vehicle was a modified World War II unit that can be used on both water and land. Um, The particular boat involved in the tragedy was a replica. So some news sources were like, no, it was a converted World War II thing. Others were like, no, it was a replica. So I'm going to go with replica. That's what like the main, um, I think, Ripley's Entertainment Group um, said it was. So... On July 19th, despite many warnings from forecasters of isolated gusts that would be up to 75 miles an hour, as well as the possibility for severe thunderstorms, the Ride the Ducks tour boats took off anyway, which resulted in the deaths of 17 people of the 31 on board, nine of which were from the same family. So, earlier that year, Ride the Ducks had been purchased by Ripley Entertainment Group, as in, like, Ripley's Believe It or Not. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, like, the the Ripley's Believe It or Not people. Um, I guess they own lots of, like, entertainment things. They're not just, like, that. Um, The original owners may have sold it, and original as in, like, the previous owners. I think they were... I think Ripley's was the third owner of this particular one. But the the previous owners had sold it probably because of costs. I guess they said that their insurance had quadrupled over the years Mm -hmm. because of some other mishaps that resulted in other people's deaths. Um, in 2010, there was a collision between one of their boats and a barge that resulted in two deaths in Philadelphia. And in 2015, one of their boats crashed into a bus. So they were driving it. Um, it crashed into a bus and it killed five college students in Seattle. Um, and then as far as drownings go, in 1999, this was not a part of Ripley's, but there was a duck boat in Arkansas that killed 13 people. So it's kind of like... They are not the safest vehicles, yeah. and very little regulation is involved in this. Um, so on July 19th, 2018, no one could have seen the tragedy coming, except for maybe the captain, Kenneth Scott McKee, who probably should have been checking the weather. It's like your captainly duty to like check and yeah. make sure shit's safe. Um, duck boats had operated the entire day with no issues, so what happened that fateful night really shocked everyone. 
everyone except for the National Transportation Safety Board, who had been trying to get laws about the lack of safety on the vessels, changed for almost two decades. Oh, my God. So ever since that Arkansas boat crashed and 13 people died, from that moment, they had really been pushing, like, we need to regulate. We need to make sure buoyancy is, like, an issue or, you know, a factor. Yeah. Let's make sure we've got water pumps to really keep the engine clear of water so it doesn't fucking sink in the middle of a lake. Um, wow. Sorry. I don't know why I started screaming. <laughs> um, so even though the water looked calm that morning, experience should have told them that if there was a severe thunderstorm that yeah, they needed to I take. <laughs> well, like, yeah, if there's a thunderstorm warrant, you need to, like, be obsessively checking the yeah. weather to make sure, like, if, if there are boats out there, call them back in. You know, yeah. oh, my God, that, like, something's on the front. Yeah. Um, so the boat was meant to leave at 6.30, but it didn't depart until 6.55. But at 6.32, the National Weather Service specifically named Table Lake in the warning. They were like, wow. big gusts are coming. So someone should have seen that warning that that lake specifically was like under severe thunderstorm yeah. warning. Um, Charles Batzel, the company's operations supervisor, uh, was in charge of checking the weather all day that day. So at 6.28... This is four minutes before they get told Table Lake is should not be, you know, occupied by yeah. anybody. He told workers to start the tour. Oh, my God. So there was only a four-minute difference, but they didn't take off until 6.55. Yeah, it's like that's plenty of time, like 20 minutes So much or time. Right? Or at least just get the driving yeah. tour part done. And then you say, sorry, we can't go on the lake. Yeah. Because we don't want 13 or 17 of you to die. <clears throat> um, so no one gave a shit. But anyway, um, nevertheless, the boat took off. The captain informed the passengers that there were three different size life jackets um, provi provided overhead. Um, and then he said, but don't worry, no one's going to be needing them. Oh, my God. Here's like, I'll get into it. Like why, okay. ugh, why he said what he said. But so the water was smooth sailing. Like right when they took off, there was like really nothing. You couldn't tell that there was anything even like on the, well, what did the, he say? I think the captain said like, Oh, there were clouds, but they seemed so far away. Like they didn't seem like they would be that big yeah. of a deal. Um, so I guess there was even enough time for them to like, for him to allow kids to come up and like steer the boat, you know, see how it works. But it went South like really, really fast. So remember they took off at six fifty five. Yeah. By 7.13, a call had come in that a boat had sank. So, like, wow. it was fucking like fast. Minutes. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. yeah. Less than 20 minutes. We're all having a great time. 17 people are wow. dead, you know. Um, some, So, from what some survivors had said about the sinking was that it went from calm waters to chaos at, like, a rapid pace. And that some couldn't, like, wholly piece together exactly what happened. Like, because there's actual video footage of this boat struggling to get into shore. Because, like, they're trying to get back into shore. One boat makes it, but it had a bunch of updated um, systems in yeah. place. It had the buoyancy. It had water pumps for... And it, it made it, but, yeah. like, just barely. Their boat, you can tell, is not going to make yeah. it. Like, because you have passengers sitting on this big giant boat that, like, yeah. isn't affected by the weather. And they're just filming. They're watching this boat slowly sink as it oh goes God. to shore. It's fucking terrible. So just after seven, white caps started to form. So the waves were only like four feet high. And it doesn't yeah. seem like a big deal. But the duck boats, when they're in the water, yeah. there's like two foot clearance yeah. between the water and the windows. So there's like... Yeah, I feel like I don't even know what they look like. I'm trying to oh, imagine. yeah, look it up. It, it's just it a big... Like chunky boat with tires like that's that's all it is but definitely look it up um oh okay yeah i see yeah interesting so but when they're in the water there's like no 
there's hardly any height between like where the water is yeah. and the fucking windows. Wow. Um, and then they have they have canopies too, and that's like the other problem. Sorry, I'll get into that. Um, so yeah, the NTSB, that's the National Something Safety. It's somewhere in there. I said it before. <laughs> um, it warned in their 1999 report was that the boats take on when the boats do take on water, they sink so fast, like mm-hmm. so much faster than a normal boat. So at the very beginning of weather picking up, passengers were, they said they were like, ooh, even a little excited. Like, ooh, it's kind of fun. It's a bouncy ride. And then it just like went to chaos, obviously, like very, yeah. very quickly. Um, and that the captain said that the water looked like it just erupted. It went from calm to like, oh my God, there's waves fucking everywhere. Yeah. So Tia Coleman, she is the woman that lost nine members of her family that day, including her husband and three children. That's so crazy. She said she didn't have a real clear idea of what happened. She said she couldn't remember. All she knew was she hit her head, and then suddenly she was, like, disoriented underwater, and then it felt cold. So the fact that the water felt cold meant that she was kind of, like, fairly deeper underwater, um, because otherwise the surface waters feels quite a bit warmer. Yeah. Um and that at some point, one of the crew was able to release the canopy. So part of the canopy, I think, came off. So she was able to swim. All right. I apologize. My no, you phone rings. Okay. Uh, so they release the canopy. She swims up. Um, so she says when she she can feel that the water is getting warmer. So she just starts kicking and she makes it to the surface. Um, she admitted, she even said, like, I was giving up. Like, I thought I was drowning. I was really disoriented. I just gave up that I was going to die. And she said that's when she felt the water getting warmer and then just decided, like, oh, I think I yeah. can make it. Um, and she, her and the only ever member of her family that survived was her nephew. So oh. her and her nephew make it up. Otherwise, like, her sister-in-law, like oh, I God. said, her husband, yeah. I think his father. They, wow. I mean, it wiped out, like, a line of fucking people. Wow. Um so the boat capsized around 150 feet from shore. It didn't take too long for everyone to realize the grim situation. One officer on the scene uh, that was one of the first to arrive said he didn't like he said it. It was really this dark moment of like not understanding. He was like confused where all the people were. And then like wow. and then that click of like, oh, shit, because like they're dead, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, so rescue crews come by. They that night, I think they found they had 11 people and by the morning it was 17 people that they had um gotten so there were some survivor stories one little girl talks about her grandma pushing her through the canopy um i think the grandma made it too um but man like 17 people yeah nine a lot dude a lot of people and to know nine were from one fucking family that's horrible dude that's yeah well wait till you hear, hear ripley's response and you'll feel oh god angry um so the biggest issue, one that had been criticized over the years, was the canopy that the duck boat used to add comfort to the customer because it was fixed steel and vinyl. So with the sinking of the duck boat in Arkansas back in 1999, it was the canopy specifically that had trapped uh, 13 people. Mm-hmm. So like 13 people could not get out. And that's why, oh, the NTSB stated that it was a major impediment for passenger mm-hmm. survival, that canopy that every single yeah, duck boat like has fucking, yeah yeah um and then for the most part mm-hmm. life jackets will survive or god damn it will help with survivability but life jackets that are worn in the death boats are death traps because when you have a canopy you can't swim up front yeah the life jacket pins you yeah, in yeah like under where you can't like yeah yeah like you're not moving you're stuck so if the canopy doesn't come off very easily 
if you've got like crew members that have to do it like what if they are you know incapacitated like they were in this for instance you know they're lucky they were able to get some people were able to even fucking survive like at all um so there's also scrutiny over the side windows i'm still confused about how their side windows work because they said that this boat um they were able to lift one side of the windows which makes it seem like passengers can't do it themselves i think it opened out something about that but um i also read that like oh people that can even get out through the windows will even still get dragged back down by the canopy because it hangs over and you might get stuck Mm, on like the fixed you know metal metal fittings and stuff um so but they feel like the biggest culprit of the story is the national guard because i guess it's their job to monitor all of this it's Mm -hmm. their job to enforce all these rules and they've never really given much of a shit So there's really never any enforced standards. Um, and a lot of people feel like the blood is on their hands. Yeah. I'm sure the National Guard doesn't give a fuck. Like have someone in a boat like monitoring or Yeah, there. or like, like to hey, go like and... you can't be out on the water right now or something. Yeah, like. and I mean, they're supposed to be going and doing inspections and stuff. Yeah. And that doesn't really happen. Oh, and... yeah, with the boats. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> in response to the devastating loss of life, the Ripley Entertainment Group thought they'd be cute and try to cite some bullshit 1850s maritime law called the limitation of liability act that would allow them to weasel out of paying the families of the victims a single penny for any wrongful death oh my god it would limit their financial liability to the ducks boat value after the crash and of any cargo that was on the boat and the vessel which sank to the bottom of table rock lake was now worthless and had no freight so they would have owed zero dollars so that's a big fuck you to Ripley Entertainment Group uh, because they felt that that was an appropriate response to gross no- negligence. Wow. And yeah, Tia Coleman's response was to sue the shit out of them for $100 million, which I think is fair. Yeah. Um, and it does sound like everybody settled out of court. But if that thing had stuck with the whole zero dollars, like we don't have to pay you. Yeah. They probably would have given you know mere pennies and let them know that they should be grateful to have anything like you just know that that was their play um they tried to act like oh no this was just this is just standard protocol we just do this and it's like what the fuck no yeah i say no um so yeah a lot of them settled outside of court Uh, so i don't know there might be some numbers for like how much everybody got but Mm -hmm. i I didn't look it up yeah it's not important the important thing is to fucking criticize the shit out of Ripley's. Um, But so the biggest piece of evidence for all the people that were suing Ripley's um, as far as negligence goes, was that in August of 2017, so just, just about a year before Uh they were told by a private inspector that their boats were at serious risk uh, for sinking with the equipment they were using. Um, Yeah. Cause they said like, again, like to bring it back to the buoyancy of these things sink way too fucking yeah. fast. You need to make sure that they stay above the water, um, which, of course, was never really that much of a concern for them. Um, and then, of course, there were some key players that contributed to the tragedy. So, Scott, uh, I'm sorry, so charges were made um, against the captain, Kenneth Scott McKee. Um, let's see, because they said he failed to exercise his duties at a, as a licensed captain by entering the lake during a severe thunderstorm warning. Um, he failed to follow policies of his training by not having passengers of fixed flotation devices. But again, I understand why he didn't yeah. tell everybody to do that because it's a bad design. It's yeah. a bad boat design. Um, the statement also alleges that Charles 
Baltzell, sorry, cannot say that name. <laughs> um, his he and as operations supervisor Curtis Lanham, the general manager, they failed to communicate weather conditions and cease operations. Like there was no real protocol about what to do. Um, they just thought that they could get away with it. So I know, I believe that they were all charged. A judge dropped all those charges. I think of this year actually, because yeah. they barely got charged a year or two ago. And then I know with COVID, everything just slowed down. So the charges did just get dropped in April, um, but I think they've refiled them. So I know that these men didn't start the day thinking we're going to kill a bunch of people. I know it was an accident, yeah. but it's like somebody needs to pay. And yeah. fin- a financial payment to the families is a good start, but yeah. it's like, no offense. I think these guys should, I mean, at it least. It could have been prevented. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like. Uh, something uh, yeah. uh, community service you know fucking parole yeah but like to just go like well you really couldn't be bothered to cancel yeah. one fucking duck tour yeah, so 17 gross. people died yeah um so that's pretty much the duck boat wow. accident that's crazy uh real quick the sources i've got news leader articles um one by steven herzog another one by um gregory holman uh new york times articles one by matthew hag Haig, I don't know. Um, another one by <laughs> Timothy Williams, IndieStar.com, an article by Dwight Adams, KansasCity.com, an article by Ann Spoera and Judy Thomas. This KY3.com, they were, I think they're like a local, um, some sort of Missouri um, article thing. Uh, and then I think I have a couple more. I'm so sorry. There were a lot. KCUR article by Dan Margolis um a time magazine did i already say kate riley i'm not sure time magazine article yeah by kate riley a- abc news an article by bill hutchinson and then i think that's it i feel like i'm even missing a couple for being <laughs> honest um but yeah so yeah that was that um shit oh real quick sorry um did you end up getting using that gift certificate i gave you that yeah yeah cool yes is that your new one yeah okay i was gonna ask yeah so So. as backstory i gave laura a gift certificate i had that was about to expire for a tattoo place because they sold ownership and yeah and then like i couldn't get anyone booked for like because they told me like yeah like the last day you can use it is yesterday and they said the last day you could use it um well like unless i got like a tattoo oh shit okay all of that but they didn't have any booking agents available or anything like that until like Thursday. And I'm just like, yeah, it was just like fucking ridiculous. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna be able to like, I feel like talk to someone, like decide a tattoo, all this yeah. stuff like so quickly. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just go get some piercings and then like, you can buy jewelry and bought like some saline spray and stuff yeah. like that with it. So I was like, just okay. to use it, yeah. yeah. I think there was like two dollars like left for oh, good. to use it, but yeah. So I got it done. I like it a lot, but then, like, I want—I told the chick, I was like, I want it even as possible. And then I think it's, like, slightly, because I went home, because, like, I mean, obviously with the ring, it's, like, hard to tell, yeah. but I went home and put a stud in it, and it's just, like, this one's slightly further back, Damn so it. then I was just, like, like kind of driving me crazy. I feel like if I put studs in it or whatever I want, like, it won't be that Yeah, no, I can't like, tell. Like, yeah, it, so. it looks great. Did you just get the one piercing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Cool. I didn't really know what else to do. Because it's $65 a piercing. Holy shit. Well, yeah, fucking good. So just, and you can buy jewelry and all that. So I was just like, fuck it. I'll just buy, like, some jewelry. Cool. And, like, a new Well, piercing, just so. 
damn man it was yeah. so fucking pricey yeah. dude like i i want to go get a tattoo from somebody yeah. else but yes mm. yeah because i wanted to but then i just i don't know i feel like they kind of pressure you to just like yeah i don't know just to like pay everything and get it like kind of done sort of so thing. Like, like i don't know if this is normal i don't know you and i talked about it but yeah. i don't know if this is normal where they are i haven't spoken to the artist yeah. again i i know i bitched quite a bit last time we talked but like yeah. you don't speak to the artist at all yeah. you have not made eye contact they haven't looked at your spot they haven't yeah. talked to you about design you're getting a quote from a person who's looking at it as yeah. a photo online okay yeah. kind of sort of okay fine yeah. and then just gave me a quote of okay that'll be nine hundred dollars and you owe us today four hundred and fifty dollars if you want to hold that it was like whoa what the fuck so that's how i felt and like even the person i talked to like didn't even like i don't even know if they were in colorado the chick like she's like oh this you can go to a webber location she was just like talking to me and it just felt like i don't know it just felt like very yeah corporate-y like just like you're getting a fucking tattoo from walmart or something and they're like yeah yeah uh and then the guy because like i didn't even get they didn't ask who do you want like out of our selection is there someone that really spoke to you they just told me a name yeah of who would be uh, great for me yeah and I was telling you, too, I was like, well, I looked this person up. He didn't really were... look, yeah. It, it broke down to about $180 yeah, an his hour. His looked shaky. Yeah. They weren't super solid. Yeah. The color didn't look like yeah. it stuck well. I was like, I think this dude is 120 at best Yeah. Um, an hour. Yeah. I don't mind paying 180 Yeah, but if, be worth yeah. it. Like, I want yeah. my tattoo to look fucking good. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe that's normal, but... <laughs> I'm not used to it. I guess yeah. it's been a while since I've done it. Because I, I did that before, but that's because he was out of state. I went to Zach yeah. Singer, and I emailed his personal assistant. Yeah. You know, I I wasn't to contact some yeah. rando person. So He was just like, yeah, he's great. And then you meet them and, like, hate them. Because, like, yeah, after yeah. my last tattoo, too, like, I just think it's, like, important for you to, like, vibe with that person yeah. and them enjoy what they're doing and just, like, not be yeah a dick exactly so i like liked their artist but i was like i'm i don't know i think i'm gonna go somewhere else and i i saw like living art tattoo looked fucking great i saw some people i really liked so if they charge 180 fucking fine yeah (laughs) so well that's it we never talked about how we're gonna end this yeah because we're changing it up because we're bored again (laughs) (laughs) so yeah just Um. uh remember anything's a dildo if you're brave enough yes okay (laughs) all right (laughs) bye bye